Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Impact Play, impacting more than just gaming. We are your weekly source for the latest news, updates, discussions, and at times have debates that reaches out beyond than just gaming. We are amplifying voices from a multitude of backgrounds, artists, creators, game developers, writers, business leaders, just to name a few. You can be part of the live show experience over at twitch.tv backslash the impact play and by clicking on the notification bell so you will be notified when we do go live or later on YouTube or even on your favorite podcast platform. You simply search for the impact play. However you listen, however you consume your contact, your content, we're there. Okay, hello everyone and welcome back. We have King Hazel coming on, Atlanta-based upcoming artist. For all the listeners who, uh, who don't already know who you are, who are you and what it is you, that you do? What type of music do you focus on? Uh, my name is King Hazel, and I focus on hip-hop. Okay. Uh, what made you uh, follow the path that you're currently on to become an artist? Okay, what well, made me follow this path? Um, I started off in a church choir at the age of 13. Went went Riverdale First Baptist. I started singing off in that church choir, and then two thousand nine is when I branched off to hip hop, and it all started from listening to um old music back in the days, like as in um in the two thousand eras, um Franchise okay. Boys, um Bow Wow, um Crime Mob. All the Atlanta music, um, DJ Unk, Soldier Boy, nice. stuff like that. My friends, he had my friend Garrett. He used to burn CDs, and he used to um, sell for like five dollars with um, you know, mixed yeah, music yeah. on. Yeah, I used to do that too. <laughs> Instead of the mixed music, it made me like hip hop because all I used to listen to was gospel growing nice. up. Yeah. Okay, uh, where are you based in? Where are you? Where are you River- located? For those who aren't, don't those who don't already know, Riverdale, Georgia. Riverdale. Sorry. Okay. Nice. So, do you essentially write your own music, or do you have someone else to do it for you? I write all my music. Nice. And okay. Uh, what made? Uh, what is your main inspiration to uh, to follow the path that you're currently on? Oh, uh, what what like what inspired me to yeah. do it? Yeah, exactly. Um, just be living in this world. Um, you know, listening to well, just living in this world, watching TV, and hip hop is is part of the industry, and you know, it's it's something the world, the whole world does, and it's a big nice. inspiration. Yeah, so kind of inspire inspired me from just watching the just watching. BT Awards, um, you know, Vivo rappers yeah. on TV and stuff like that. BT, um, if I already said that, One Hundred Six Apart, uh, Wildin' Out, stuff like that. Stuff like seeing stuff like that made me want to do music. Nice. So and not I, just consuming content, consuming music. You decided to pave your own path and be a creator and create your own music as an artist as well. Perfect. Correct. Okay, uh, what is your greatest challenge? And also, what is your most memorable part of this journey that you're on? My most memorable 
journey of me doing the music was me being in a group and the group was named Chopper Gang Nation. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a group, we did 36,000 views on our first official mixtape, on live mixtape. That was a viral moment. And um, um, a challenge. Um, that, oh, and also going on tour in Texas in 2015, going on my first one city tour. Nice. That was a that was a um, another moment, and being in Double XL magazine, that was another moment too. I had a okay. had a couple moments that that I had, but those are the most memorable moments. And my greatest challenge, um, I would say competing with myself and battling with the um. The, the the up the curveballs of the entry the, the curveballs of what the entry will throw at you yeah. when you're on your right. Okay, perfect. Okay, is there someone that you look up to as an artist? You was breaking up. Say it again. Yeah, is there someone that you that you look up to as an artist? As an artist, uh, I look up to Lil Wayne, Kanye West, and um, underrated wise, uh, Schoolie. Nice. Okay, uh, who, if you could collab with anyone in the same space, who would it be and why? Uh, I actually want to collaborate with an artist named Young Boot. It's one of um, T.I.'s old artists before he left um, Grand Hustle, uh, before he got out the Grand Hustle. But um, he's well known in Atlanta. Um, also, nice. also um, know his father. Mutual, mutual, mutual wise, know his father. He, his father know me for working at Lennox Mall, and he always inspired me because he's a he's a very hard worker, and he's very underrated. It's like he been rapping for years, but he just never really got that chance yeah. to blow. Yeah, so he still inspires me to this day. Nice, because you got to take it step by step. Yeah, he never gave up on himself, no matter how old he gets. Yeah, of course, it's never too late. Okay, one final question. Okay. Uh, if anyone wanted to keep up with you, to follow you and your music, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at number one King Hazel and Twitter, number one King Hazel, YouTube, King Hazel Dash. Okay, perfect. So I'll be sure to include all of this in the show notes. Thank you so much for coming uh, for coming on. If anyone would like to follow him, be sure to check him out on Spotify, Instagram, on social. And thank you, thank you again. Thank you for having. We'll me. have you. We'll hopefully have you. Uh, uh, hopefully we'll have you on on a later episode to give you a more in depth look into your life and up, upcoming career as an artist. Thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you. Okay. Why does it keep messing with me? Okay. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the interview. Be sure, to, be sure to check him out once again. And this episode isn't over. So welcome to our very first segment of the show. Where we discuss what we have been playing, what we have been enjoying... What are we looking forward to? It or simply anything goes, even if it doesn't directly revolve around video games. So, 
without further ado, if you guys uh been uh, following us at Twitch TV backslash the Impact Play, you'll know that I've been playing a mix, a mashup uh, for, of Animal Crossing and Apex Legends. Apex Legends is just my all-time favorite um, FPS game, and Animal Crossing is is a type of relaxing stream, I guess you could say. And right now in Animal Crossing. It is bunny season, so go. I've been trying to collect as many eggs as I can, then collect uh, which is all all the recipes that I can. And now that it's cherry blossom season as well, this is going to be a whole bunch more to do. <laughs> so hopefully later on tonight we're going to be doing a an epic stream, and I do want to hop back into because oh, what's that game that's going? It's live now. Uh. I have it at the top of my head. I know it's one of the news stories we're going to discuss later on. Outriders. And also, that's about it for now. That, that I can't talk about. Okay, and that's essentially it. Uh, I'm actually looking forward to... Let's see, I haven't played Fortnite for a while. I'm not really into it. For I have hopped off the Fortnite boat and Apex... Pretty much got me out of the water. <laughs> so that's essentially it. Um, yeah, that's about it that I want to discuss with you, with you guys. Oh, before we get into the gaming news segment, I do want to wish for those who celebrate it, Happy Easter. And yes, so I guess we're going to get uh, move on to the gaming news side of things. And the first one of the of the day... It's these Mario of Nintendo killing Mario memes that are going around. So there is like a little joke going around that Nintendo called Mario March 31st. It's not essentially them killing Mario. Because they brought back uh, Nintendo. They brought Nintendo, uh, Nintendo 3D All-Stars. Which is a mashup of Nintendo games that they brought from the past essentially. And all they said was, since they announced it, that it's going to be a limited run, and it's, and they're going to stop producing them and stop making it available digitally from the Nintendo storefront at the end of March. And it's nothing that they called Mario, of course not. And just people are making memes about it, that Mario's dead, and it's just them, it's just them falling through with whatever they said they were, they were going to do. So, like, I don't understand why people say, oh, Mario's dead, that people are making new stories of all this, and it just doesn't make any, any sense at all. It's just part of Super Mario's 35th anniversary. And simply following through what they promised. That's all it is at the end of the day. Like, I don't, I don't understand it at all. But the reason why, I'm assuming Nintendo did this, making a limited time run, the hype. As soon as they announced it, of course their sales numbers went up, it's all about numbers. And then, end of March, they're going to stop production. So, sales are going to go up right before it's it's unavailable, so to speak. But I'm pretty certain... Then Nintendo's gonna re-release these games later on as individual games or as in another 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 bundle or what have you. 
But yeah. So next, we're going to go on to MLB This Show. This is coming from Xbox News. The Xbox Wire, to be more precise. With another thrilling opening day in the works, Major League Baseball fans around the world were treated to all nail-biters, dangers, and bat flips that they could handle. When teams took the field to kick off the 2021 season, but if you thought that was all the big news we were bringing this week, you'd be wrong. We're delighted to announce that MLB The Show 21 is coming to Xbox Game Pass on day one. It will be made available on X- on April 20th for Xbox Series X, S, and Xbox One, as well as on Android phones and tablets via Xbox Cloud Gaming Beta for Ultimate members. Both MLB The Show 21. Xbox One and Xbox Series X and S standard editions will be included with Xbox Game Pass, so members will be able to play the best version of the game, regardless of which console they're on. And with cross-platform play and progress, you can play against others online and earn and use content across the platform and generation you choose. So, so this MLB The Show, if you guys are aware, this was a Sony exclusive since day one essentially for years and now since it's coming to xbox not even it's just coming to xbox it's coming to game pass <laughs> out of all places <clears throat> so pretty much the re- the reason why they're doing this and it wasn't even sony doing this even though sony's publishing sony's publishing this game on their side it's a whole another publisher on xbox side first and foremost and second it's, I'm pretty sure this wasn't Sony's uh, uh, final decision, because if why would, why would they bring a game that they've been producing exclusively on their platform for years over onto the Xbox side? Forget the Game Pass side of things, just uh, just Xbox ecosystem. So of course it's going to be MLB is going to be the primary uh, decision maker in this to bring this on other platforms. They said Xbox, and they said Nintendo later on as well. And not just that, on Game Pass too. So, exclusives, third parties, all coming on Xbox Game Pass, including Outriders as well. Do I have that here? No, I don't. And Outriders was available April 1st, so three days ago, as of this recording. And Xbox Game Pass, that's why I want to hop into it as well. Alright, so, uh, that's essentially it. That will be the show. We talked about that. Uh, oh yeah, we're going to move on to the, We talked about this last week, briefly, that uh, there was a rumor going on that PlayStation is killing the PS3, the PSB Vita, and especially the, the original PSB storefronts. Uh, and they are, and this was an actual... This is going from PlayStation support site as well. So it is going to be calling those services. So you won't be able to purchase games on those uh, on those hardware stores. But what you can do is, even if you've purchased a game digitally before, previously, but you for, uh, you may have deleted it, you can still re-download those old games that you have purchased on those prospective uh, consoles. So don't uh, don't worry about that. You guys are safe. But for anyone who would like to purchase them later on, you can't do it. For, you can't do it, do it digitally. 
And now we're going to move on to this Xbox mini fridge. And this is coming from GameSpot. Xbox has officially won a Twitter battle with Skittles. And that means Xbox fridges, well, mini fridges, are going to be a real thing. It was a very tight race. But Xbox won by a 50.5% to 49.5% margin. So it was close. Microsoft took the prize as part of Twitter's Best of Tweets competition and celebrates brands that have a strong social media game. Skittles and, and Xbox made it to the finals, and, and Xbox narrowly beat Skittles to take the crown. Xbox marketing boss Aaron Greenberg urged his followers to vote for Xbox by promising to make Xbox mini fridges a real product if Xbox won, if Microsoft won the contest. So I'm actually looking forward to this, and I'm definitely looking forward to snagging this as well. So, uh, let's see. Give me a second. Let me just watch. I'm getting a whole bunch of notifications. It's silent mode is on, but I'm still vibrating. Oops. There we go. I disconnected it. <laughs> That's the easiest thing to do. Alright, so, this is Monster Hunter Rise it came out not too long ago. Let's see, when exactly? On, uh, about a week ago? And then, it has reached 4 million units worldwide. And this was announced actually a couple of days ago. Wow. For comparison, uh, no, 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 we don't really care about that, but that's essentially it. But yeah, worldwide, uh, it has driven sales of the 16.8 million, the highest for any game in Comcom's history in lifetime series shipments to 66 million. Congratulations on them. I know a lot of people are enjoying this game, but me, uh, Specifically, I, I played Monster Hunter World, I believe, on the PlayStation side. Played it a couple of times with friends, but I didn't really enjoy it. It's not with my cup of tea. But I'm glad that a lot of people are enjoying this game. Alright, now we're going to go into packs. East being cancelled. And this is coming from over at gamesindustry.biz. Uh, PAX organizer Reed Pop announced that the cancellation of PAX East 2021. The event was originally scheduled to take place in person, but that has been cancelled due to ongoing health concerns of COVID-19. In its place, PAX Online will be held again this year as a three-day event from July 15th through the 18th. It will be free and open to the public. So, of course, I'm going to take part in this as best as I can because I was definitely looking forward to attending PAX this year. Of course, due to COVID, unprecedented times, and so on, I have no idea what's going to happen. If we're going to any any events this year, so it might it might even go on to 2022 when we're going to see some form of physical events, hopefully. And speaking of physical events, Tokyo Game Show will also be online. The show will take place from Thursday, September 30th to Sunday, October 3rd, and will be and will and will be built on the online only platform of the 2020 show. Uh, but essentially, yeah, these articles both came from GamesIndustry.biz as an FYI. Okay. Next, Analyne Pocket has been delayed to October. With shipments not expected to start until 
Honestly, I already we already said that. And the Black Force, the company uh, attributed the delay to supply chain challenges outside of our control. Specifically, analog refers to the shortage in key electrical components, including semiconductor chips. It also pointed due to logistic issues caused by the ship that blocked the Suez Canal, which, while now freed, has created a blockage of cargo ships that could take months to clear. We're working hard to get Packet out to out as fast as possible. We appreciate your understanding and and patience. The company wrote. Uh, this came from Game Three as well. And when I heard about this boat being stuck in the canal, I assumed it was an April Fool's joke because it came on April in April, April first. So I, I took everything that I heard from April thirty first through the second as a grain of salt because you never know. And speaking of uh, April first. There was a, I, w- I wouldn't say a, a, an April Fool's thing, it was more of a fake account that tweeted that uh, <laughs> Halo Infinite being delayed to 2022, of course being a fake account, you have no followers, you, know, you have no verification page, but of course, one of these major news outlets ended up writing a story about this, and take a guess who this major news outlet was, or is, Kotaku. Instead of uh, vetting, and I even vetting out their source, just checking out the Twitter profile that tweeted this. They couldn't do a, a, a five-second follow-up. Oh, we want to be the first in this story. Come on, first and foremost is April first. And second thing, verify your your, your sources, your stories. You are a major news outlet. You're one of the major top gaming news outlets out there. And you guys are following for stuff like this. Come on. Uh, but yeah, and Cyberpunk 2077 patch 1.2 is now live and it's starting to seem like a vicious cycle where solving bugs can also result in some new ones. The subreddit is filled with discoveries of bugs that have appeared after the latest patch. So what I'm seeing with Cyberpunk updates and these patches and bug fixes and so on, as soon as they're released, new bugs and like... uh, it, it essentially fixes the game, but yet <laughs> it introduces a slew of bugs and just breaks the game essentially. So I don't know what they're doing with this game. But yeah, hopefully they can turn this around by the end of this year. Nope, I'm assuming. <laughs> like it's just you, you cannot tell. Speaking of CD Projekt Red, uh, in the wake of Cyberpunk 2077's release, CD Projekt Red is overhauling its development strategy. And the, the company today announced, in an, uh, not today, but a couple of days ago, an initiative dubbed Red 2.0, intended to create a transformation of the studio and the challenge, and I'm sorry, in the change in the way it develops video games. Starting next year, CD Projekt Red plans to work on multiple AAA games and expansions simultaneously. Under its previous approach to development, the publicly traded company went more than six years between major releases, The Witch Witch 3, Wild Hunt, and Cyberpunk 2077. We want to be sure that we can work with two global brands at the same time while ensuring top quality of our products, said CD Projekt Red Chief Technology Officer and Head of Production, Pawel Zawadni. We emphasize technical, logical advancements, and we want to set up versatile teams with combined various specializations and competi- com- 
competitiveness. Okay. <laughs> These teams will be further assisted by a cross-project uh, group of experts who, owing to their expertise, can contribute to key aspects of development. Handling multiple projects at once will, will require a larger team. And the company said it's ramping up recruitment, uh, recruitment efforts and looking to more actively pursuing mergers and acquisition opportunities. To that end, CD Project Red announced the acquisition of Vancouver-based DigitalScapes, a team of around a dozen developers that partnered with the company on the latest couple of years of Cyberpunk 2077 development. Uh, that's good as the going getting even more teams, but I'm surprised that they're still actually working on improving The Witcher. So, I wish them the best. This will hopefully mitigate these long hours and just constant like development issues and overloading their staff and then hardworking them and so on. So hopefully this will help alleviate those issues. Uh, okay, let's go into this Uncharted movie has been delayed again, but only by a week. Okay. No, I know it's wrong. This article's not loading, so let me find a new one. There we go. That was weird. Okay. This is coming from Ga uh, Game Informer. Due to do outdone, do, uh, not to be outdone by Mortal Kombat and Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City, the upcoming Uncharted movie has been hit with a delay of its own. That probably won't won't mean much given the film wasn't pr uh, uh, premiering until 2022 anyway. But for whatever reason, Columbia Pictures has decided to push Nathan Drake's big screen debut by a week. And it's now and it's now scheduled to uh, premiere on February eighteenth, twenty twenty two. Only a week, and of course, this is like a year or so in, less than a year in. So it can either be pushed back or pushed forward. That's how these movies work, outside of COVID as well. Okay, Square Enix Forspoken is back with an extended cut of the trailer. First shown during the company's live stream earlier this month. It doesn't reveal any new information, but the two minute long video showcases more gameplay and, tra and traversal as Frey Holland. It's coming from GameSpot. The video starts with actor Ella Belinska, known for her portrayal as Jane Cano and Elizabeth Banks, Charlie's Angels, talking about how Forspoken is the first video game she's been involved in in playing protagonist Frey is the first time she's done performance capture. Interspersed between the brief interview are cutscenes from Forspoken Frey, encountering that giant dragon, then hiding from it before asking if it's gone, to which some Femoral voice responds that the dragon left. It's the same bit as from the initial speak as from the initial peak. What's new, however, just about everything after 
Balinska signs off. I'm not gonna spoil this, but you guys can go ahead and watch this if you like. But that's about it. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna end it in this new story here. All right. And I told you there's animal news uh, updates, so we're gonna discuss this now. Nintendo has rolled up a rolled out a new update for Animal Crossing New Horizons, Nooklink. Uh, as the company had previously detailed, the uh, update adds a new feature to the, to the smartphone app. The ability to earn Nook points, which you can redeem for exclusive in-game items. Watch, I'm going to give that a shot too. Uh, Michael, look into this now. But there are words of wisdom from Katrina, the fortune teller, as well. And... Okay... And our seasonal update in the shop, but when they oh wait, wait when is Bunny Day end? I think it's today's last day. It looks like. Hold on, let me look into this. Yeah, no, the Bunny Day begins this year on April fourth. So when does it end? I'm not seeing anything. Wow, there's a lot of. <laughs> There's a lot of recipes. Wow. It begins April 4th. So I don't get it. How come I was able to collect eggs and build recipes and all this stuff beforehand? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Alright. Okay. Moving on. PlayStation Plus uh, games for April. Days Gone. Odd World. Soulstorm. And... Zombie Army 4, Dead 4. Uh, let's see. So, yeah. So, those are the games you could claim this month. I'm going to go ahead and claim mine later on as well. And, uh, uh, Play at Home 2021. And you get 10 free games available to download this spring. It's going from PlayStation's blog. Uh, you have starting March 25th, you have Abzu, Enter the Gungeon, you have Res Infinite, you have Subnautica, The Witness, Astrobot Rescue Mission, Moss, Thumper, and Paper Beast. Uh, and, and starting April 19th, you could come up. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn Complete Edition as well, which is great. And next, Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga has been delayed. It's coming from PC Gamer. The latest casualty of this year's video game delays is Lego Star Wars The Skywars. The, uh, <laughs> the Skywalker Saga, a collection of all new brick punching levels covering the three Star Wars trilogies. Oh, okay, that's how what it is. Uh, it says spring 2021, but no exact date in sight. Island Wake 2 is reportedly planned at Remedy. This is coming from Games Radar. In a recent Twitch stream, reporter Jeff Grubb told viewers that I've heard that Remedy is going to be making Island Wake 2 with Epic Games acting as the project's publisher. Grub went on to say that the game should be should be the kind of follow up that fans at uh, that want that 
uh, one from the series, but there's little extra information with no word on an official announcement. So I guess uh, take this with a grain of salt and mitigate your hype levels as well. So don't be disappointed if they don't announce anything anytime soon or even they don't even announce anything at all. Um, okay, now we're going to go on to this entertainment news side of things. Mortal Kombat, the Mortal Kombat movie and Venom 2 release dates have been pushed back. It's coming from Games Writer. Mortal Kombat will debut on HBO Max on April 23rd, and Venom will release on September 21st instead of the 17th, so literally by a week. And uh, we also have Black Widow releasing in July in both theaters and uh, via uh, Disney+. Plus. There is a new trailer that we're not going to exactly watch. We'll take this later. And then we also got a first glimpse of the Suicide Squad, as well as Space Jam, a new legacy. So if you guys don't want to be spoiled, don't. Uh, watch these trailers if you guys are interested be sure to check them out and that's essentially it uh, let me take a look if there's any last one or no stories they may have missed or anything like that breaking let's see <laughs> let's Uh, I guess this is worth mentioning. This is coming from IGN that over 533 billion Facebook users were leaked on a new level hacking forum on Saturday, April 3rd. Oh, and in Assassin's Creed, uh, there is the Astara Festival is in full swing. So egg hunts defend Raven, Thorpe, against spirits who run wild in the surrounding forest when nightfall begins. So I gotta hop into that too. Haven't hopped into that in a while. Uh, that's about it. I'm not seeing anything else. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I'm not seeing anything. Okay, so we're going to skip on. Actually, we're going to go on to this Facebook thing. See if there's anything else worth mentioning. Uh, so, the exposed data is from 106 countries, including 32 million records on users in the U.S., 11 million users in the U.K., and 6 million users in India. The data leak includes phone numbers, I Facebook IDs, full names, location, birthdays, bios, and some even include email addresses. 
Fortunately, those who have recently changed their information, a Facebook spokesperson told Insider that the data was scrapped due to vulnerability that the company patched in 2019. However, despite the list being a couple of years old, it's important for use. Oh, so it's a couple of years old. So they re okay, okay, I gotcha. So they recently got that old data. So for those who didn't change it, be sure to change it now. So that's essentially it, and we're going to move on to read email. So if you guys want to send us read email, here's how. We want to know your feedback, your thoughts, even any questions that we have uh, for us by sending us read email on our Discord server, leaving a voice note over at anchor.fm backslash the impact play, or even by sending us an email to read email at impactplay.com. Who knows, maybe even be featured on a future episode or even our special read email segment of the show. Thank you guys so much for making the impact play a part of your day. If you wish to join our community server over on Discord, be sure to enter exclamation Discord in chat now. And guys, we are trying to unlock subscriptions over on Twitch, and we need your help. We're trying to overcome this last challenge, this last obstacle in our way. That'll help elevate the podcast even further. And we know we can do this, and we cannot do this without your help. So share the channel with your friends, family. Hit that follow button, hit the notification bell, and leave us a review. And get the rating on our favorite platform. Thank you guys so much. Have a great one. Until next time, this is Yaku signing off.